right, welcome to Off The Cuff. I'm your host, Zoe. I'm sitting here with my friend, Nicole, and today we have a really fun episode for you. Also, if the audio sounds a little different, we have a new, potentially new producer, maybe, on. His name is Jimmy. He actually, he walked away, but he's back, maybe. What up? He's coming. Jimmy. Um, But yeah, so today we wanted to talk to you guys about all-girls schools. Yeah, this is for the ladies episode. Yeah, or... If you're a man, I know why you're here. <laughs> and, and it's okay. And you will get that tea. It yeah. will be discussed. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my God. So you went to an all-girls college. Yes. So let me, let's just do a little background and who Nicole is. Please. So, I, should, I should do that. I should introduce you. <laughs> Nicole, please tell them about yourself. I am from Massachusetts. I moved to San Diego and met Zoe a year and a half ago. Um, I am a recruiter for biotech and pharmaceutical companies. And I also moonlight at a gelato shop here in San Diego, Anne's Gelato. Go check it out. I will give you free gelato. Um, (laughs) But um, I went to a women's college, graduated in 2015, Simmons University um, in Massachusetts, and studied um, exercise science and psychology. I was also on the rowing team there. I also did row. Yes. We were both novice. Did you walk on? I did walk on. They recruited me in the dorms. They're like, you are small. You're going to be a coxswain. Well, initially I wasn't even a coxswain, but like, I'm so damn weak. Like, they couldn't have me rowing the boat. It was so bad. It's okay. You I know. That's... You're better at managing than, you know. Which is so funny because I feel like I'm so shy. In real life, like, sometimes, like, I literally hadn't even done karaoke until last year because I was, like, so shy of, like, singing in front of people. So the idea of me bossing around 6'2 women in, like, leotards is hilarious. In that voice, you know, it's the special voice. <gasps> All deep, you have to talk like that. Yep. God. Did you like rowing? I loved it. Yeah. It was, it definitely had its thorns. I mean, being a college student, especially at a women's college, where I will say the social life was not know peak party crazy project x it was very much just going to other colleges for parties um so and I was also an athlete and if you know anything about crew you know that we practice at like five in the morning Mm because that's like best conditions on the river so I had to wake up early a lot I was like a science student I had labs but I still got feral every once in a while I love that. (laughs) I feel like I went, so I went to a really small college. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I'm talking, like how big was your college? How many students? I think we had less than 2,000 undergraduates. Okay, literally same. Yeah. It was super (laughs) fucking small. And like, I feel like we got ratchet or like crazy, but I know if I were to compare myself Mm. to someone who went to like San Diego State or Santa Barbara, they'd be like, this is Monday night. Like, what are you guys talking about? (laughs) You drank a beer. Chill. It was it was really funny, but um, exactly. I loved going to a small school. I also loved crew. I thought it was so fun. Mm-hmm. All of my friends that I went to college with now are getting their like second, third degrees. Super into what we were doing, and it was so refreshing. I just liked having intellectual conversations with people, and also it was so quiet in the dorms at night. <laughs> yeah, ours was kind of quiet too. Um. It was just, like, people would, like, go into the woods and do, I don't even, were you in the woods? Oh, no, I went to school in Boston, but. 
I don't know why this whole time I thought you were in the woods. For sure. <laughs> I mean, in comparison to New York City, Boston is kind of, there's way more green in Boston. But um, funny women's college story. I remember this vividly from my senior year. Um, Mac Miller had just passed away. R.I.P. R.I.P. And we were all really sad about it, and so we decided to go smoke a joint in this little area, next, like, literally across the street from our campus called, like, the Muddy River Reservation. There are, like, benches and trees and stuff like that, and we're walking over, and there's, like, a gazebo as well, and there are all these kids, probably, like, 20 kids in this gazebo just lighting it up just like mac miller blasting like seance (laughs) it's like a reckoning he's gonna come back (laughs) right it's a witch's circle it was great and then um yeah i smoked a joint with my friends and danced around like a witch and (laughs) see it was a seance it was a cult oh my god that's so funny did you think there was anything really culty at your school Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. So we had, like, school traditions, because the school is, like, old as fuck, right? It's from, like, the 1900s. So we had this tradition called May Day, and it's on the 1st of May every year in our, like, little courtyard. So our school was set up, the academic campus was separate from the residence campus, and they both had quads, and the residence campus had this, like, cute little quad, and all the buildings were surrounding it. Um, and so they would put a, a maypole flag in the middle of the quad and girls in flower crowns in white dresses would run around with tassels around the maypole. Did may- you ever do that? No. God, no. Well, rowing is a spring, so I always had practice, but then they had this like whole strawberry themed breakfast at our school. It was very culty. The white dresses, man. What is that giving? What's that movie with Florence Pugh? Midsummer. It's giving Midsummer. It was giving Midsummer. Oh my god. Everyone was synced <laughs> up, their periods just <laughs> literally. Yeah. Okay, so talk to me about your demographic cuz I went to an all-girls high school and oh, yeah. I felt like there was very clear division. Like I had okay. my like super richy rich kind of bitchy girls that were like equestrian. Yeah. Horse like, girls. Horse girls through yeah. and through. We all know them. We all yep, we all know a horse girl. Or uh, a couple. Yeah. Yeah. A few. A few, if you will. So there's like those girls. And then there was like the really alt girls. Yeah. There was like the clearly closeted lesbians. Yeah. And then there was like the four like cool normal people that I still talk to. <laughs> You're one of them. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I don't know. I feel like all the girls I went to high school with are doing are pretty successful. Um, but I will say something about a women's institution is women are extremely motivated. Yeah. Queen Bee mentality was huge. Girls get so competitive about their grades in the library for like twelve hours a day. Yeah, couldn't be me though, but like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't be me either. Um, my rowing coach in college used to say, you have three S's, sport, school, and social. You can only pick two. And I definitely picked sport and social. So did you do crew all four years? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. So you walked on as an office. Yeah. And you did it all four years. Yeah. Bitch, what? <laughs> oh my God. I only did it for one year. It gets intense. Yeah. Okay, guys. So... 
if you're not aware of the college crew culture, it's a huge walk-on sport. It's like the OG walk-on sport because you don't... No one does it in high school. No one knows how to do it. There's very few rowing programs in this country unless you, like, live near a body of water you can row on. But if you have, like, brute force and you're tall and some strength, you can be great at rowing. It's the same motion over and over again. Or if you're small and bossy... Yeah, great. Coxswain. So... People do it, it, like, you got recruited, people are, like, on campus, like, come join the rowing team, blah, 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 or, like, your friend joins, like, I just needed friends at college. That's how they got me. Yeah, so I was like, I'm gonna do it, and then everyone realizes how much it sucks, how much it sucks to wake up that early and, like, do these horrible workouts, and so they quit, and so there's, like, the, the last little survivors at the end of senior year, so I think our novice class was, like, 25 people and then our seniors were like four or something what yeah (laughs) honestly yeah I feel like by the time I was a senior a lot of those girls had quit but right before us they were like lifers on there I was like why are there so many seniors you guys are crazy um I mean the regattas were fun this was fun yeah the outfits were fun yeah um I raced in head of the charles my senior year what does that mean um it's this huge head do you remember what a head race is yeah it was it's a huge head race in boston on the charles river and like olympians come and compete like really good clubs and colleges and there's like a brooks brothers tent and like just good vibes beer tents food that's so awesome ours was not that serious no no it was just like more for fun and then we would just like fuck around and, like, somehow I was coxing for the varsity boat, like, if that tells you anything. Varsity men or varsity women? Varsity women. I could not do the varsity men. That'd be crazy. <laughs> I love, though, you see these, like, 6'5", like, Australian dudes, and they're getting bossed around by, like, a 5'2 Asian guy. Yep. And he's like, shut up, move the boat. And you're like, okay. Fuck yeah. It's a power trip for sure. Yeah. It's very military like, now that I think about, like, all the commands of, like, putting a boat in the water and, like, eight people on a 200-pound boat, you're responsible for, what, like, 35 to 40 pounds of that? Mm-mm. Not today. I don't think so. Not today, queen. Although, there is, like, a, <laughs> there is an adult league near us, but it's, you know, it's all, like, 80-year-old women. So I'm retired. I'm, like, we love that for them. I'm retired. I My rowing days are over. I've moved on to yoga, so... Aw, the rowing to yoga pipeline. Yes. Um, okay, so you were telling me about a little bit of the kinds of people that went to your school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there was definitely the athletes. So You were in them. Included, which I feel like, like a women's college doesn't have Greek life, so it's like those are kind of like your little sororities, I feel like, because all those people, like, I hung out with all the girls on my team. Like, those are my friends, mainly. Didn't really stray outside. Then there were the nursing students. Where I went to school is, like, one of the best nursing colleges in the country, and, like, Boston has some of the best hospitals, so, like, you're guaranteed to get a sick-ass job after you graduate. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, are your n- nursing students really nice? I feel like they oh have my such God. a bad rep. Oh, my God, no. Some of them were chill. Yeah, I was, You have to say a few of them are chill, because it's true. Yeah, no, some of them were on, like, the crew team, and they're just, like, super nice. 
but there was definitely like a you're from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. You have mm-hmm. blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Your name is Caroline. Yeah, it's or yes. Emily or Julia. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you are Lily Pulitzer and Vineyard Vines. See now, I don't think that people were wearing that at my school. Yeah, that's it's big on the East Coast. Everyone was like in their like urban outfitters. Yeah. And that's it. Exclusive. Just urban outfitters. Maybe Azara starting to come in. No. It was like you were a nursing student that wore that and like pearl like shit you not like pearls to school this sounds like the woman from get out like the mother like this is like scaring me (laughs) or and then like um there was like the super alt girls that were like giving themselves like stick and poke tattoos in their dorm rooms and like piercings and like you know just all kinds of relationship drama lesbian relationship drama bi straight Everything. Yeah, well, okay, so talk to me about, that's what I'm really here for. So, um, so the dating culture. Yeah. So, I can't speak to the bi or lesbian side of it, because I had a straight dating experience in college, and so I'll speak to that, and then I'll speak to my third-party observation of my friends that were in the lesbian drama. And oh my god, because I know lesbian <laughs> drama is so messy, like... It's so bad. It's so messy. I... I've only dated one girl, so, like, I don't know any of the lesbian drama. I met her, we started dating, like, classic U-Haul. And, like, imagine being in college when... They're all fucking each other. Everyone's fucking each other, and also, like, you're a shithead. Like, you make such stupid decisions. Like, you're so toxic. Like, you're just here for a good time, not a long time. You're cycling together. Like, (laughs) hormones are all jacked up. You're psychotic. Everyone is PMSing at the same time, and it's just a bad time. And, like, you're at the dining hall. Always on the full moon. And people are just, like, crying or, like, laughing hysterically and then, like, crying again. (laughs) Okay, so uh, people were dating. Yeah, people were dating. Okay, so from the straight experience... We used uh, dating apps way before any of my other friends that I've, like, met here in San Diego or that didn't go to Simmons. Like, I met boys on dating apps. Are people, when you're telling them that you're going to that school, are they, like, making jokes? Like, in high school? No, like, in college. You're, like, meeting guys on dating apps. Oh, yeah. Oh, you go to that school? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean... And then I'll give you the rundown of, like, the Boston man, okay? So we have, like, the, the, the white nursing student from Cape Cod. Her counterpart, let's call him um, Bradley, uh, Mike, Joe. Um, Nathaniel or no? No. <laughs> that seems like such a... Who's named Nathaniel anymore? Um, I'm trying Josh? To... Uh, it's getting Josh. Uh, maybe. Or, like... Connor? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Connor. Definitely have come across a few Connors. Um, Nick. Yeah. Anyway. Counterpart is, uh, about a five... Ten to five... (laughs) Eleven man that will tell you he's six feet. Yes! (laughs) Yes! Um... Respect on the short kings. I'm just uh, kidding. (laughs) High and tight haircut, um, probably has... It's giving vest. Yeah, like Patagonia vest with, like, a polo, if it's chilly, like a Patagonia, like, better sweater thing. Um, loves the Patriots, loves Bud Light, loves to jewel, 
loves to go to the casino, smoke cigarettes. Yeah. This guy's hot. <laughs> <laughs> this guy probably played uh, lacrosse in high school or hockey. Um, probably still says slurs. Oh, <laughs> it took a turn. It took a turn for the worse. The East Coast is not that. I've never um, really been. PC, yeah. Um, it's Boston is actually the most racist uh, city in America. Like statistically, or just from your experience? Like systemically. Literally, boo. Yeah, boo. Don't buy. Don't move there. That's why I left. Huh. Um, but anyway, the so that's the straight dating experience of like the pool of men. I found all the dudes from California when I was in Boston. Yeah. They're chill like that. They got the Riz. But yeah, they got the Riz. They went to BU and Harvard and Northeastern. They're oddly tan. Everyone else is pale. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And tall. Um, okay. Actually six feet. <laughs> Actually. Fighting words today. Um, yeah. And then observation from someone on the third party outsider position friends with um you know lesbian relationships breaking up going through all that just like mania like that's the only word to describe it that is so iconic i would like die (laughs) to see a reality show on this wouldn't that be good so scary i think it would be good (laughs) i'd tune in and like you could live together right because like it's fine if two girls live in the dorm so you can like live with your partner oh my god i'm sure the housing office is like moving people around like yeah i can't live with them anymore we broke up such drama oh my god but it wasn't religious it's not a catholic school nope simmons was never a catholic school there was a catholic school across the street from us um that like had a church and everything but no see my all girls was catholic on top of that so there was like a lot of other stuff happening yeah let's let's get into that um, I feel like it was chill. Like, what was your sex She's... education like? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I feel like I remember them telling us how everything worked. <laughs> I don't necessarily remember them telling us to only practice abstinence. Like, I feel like, I feel like the teachers who worked there were, like, for the girls. And they... Oh, I love that. Like, the sex ed teachers there were, like, here, you actually need to know this information. Oh, slay. But I will say, there is one particular teacher I have fucking beef with. (laughs) I'm not going to name you, but you know who you are. And I actually never took their class. Mm -hmm. But he was such a hardcore bumper... Uh, Bible thumper Mm. that he used to say the most outlandish things in class. (laughs) For example, him and his wife are like, we practice the natural tracking method because we don't believe in birth control because it's like not approved in the Bible. And he'd be like preaching this to uh, high school age girls, which is just like you dumb dumb. Yeah. And literally, at one point, him and his wife were on kid, like, nine. <gasps> and we were like, it's obviously no. not working. Oh, my God. It's obviously not working. He used to say just outlandish shit. Um, <laughs> he told someone that they were, like, illegitimate because they had two moms in <gasps> class and made her cry. <gasps> she had two lesbian moms. He's like, you're an illegitimate child of God. And she, like, started crying. And I was like, that I'm is so punch this kid up. in a parking lot. That's so fucked up. Um, yeah, I was also ASB president. 
And I got in trouble at every single dance for twerking. And I had to always do a public apology to, like, my um, ASB people. I'm so... I'd be, like, reading a script. I'm so sorry for twerking on the dance floor. And literally, it was, like, a fucking joke at one point. And all those girls were my fucking buddies. So they were, like, low wells at me. Like, you're so stupid. That's hilarious. I'd do it again. Jesus does not approve of twerking. Twerking is not in the Bible. Dude, how weird is it, like, that we were all twerking in high school? Like, that's fucking weird. Like, did you, like, get in a handstand and get on the wall and twerk? Or were you just, like... No, I was not that bitch. Okay. I was, like, a little... You know, I did a little move. <laughs> back it up. But some girls were really upside down. Wait, I have a question. Tell me about school dances at an all-girls high school. Oh, my God. Okay, so I went to an all-girls school, but literally across the street was the all-boys school. Oh, my God. So it's just, like, raging hormones on both sides. Tea. Yeah. And (laughs) so basically freshman, sophomore year, you can't, like, see them at all. You ignore them. Yeah. And then junior, senior year, you can start taking classes on the other side. Oh. So it's, like, a big deal. Okay. And then, um, I don't know, you just kind of, like, met guys and then you would like talk to them and then you'd go to a dance with them Mm. yeah very like old school courting yeah or you'd like have to go walk over to the boys campus at lunch couldn't be caught dead like I was like that's so thirsty in high school like it doesn't really matter but I was like yeah whenever there's like seems thirsty girl by yourself yeah to go like Talk to them, like... Talk to someone that has, like, braces and, like... Who you haven't met. You're just going over there, like, cold, cold calling, basically. You're just, like, walk inside their cafeteria and just look around and just, like, lock eyes with someone. Yeah. Sounds horrifying. Yeah, that's, like, I'm not brave enough to do that. I couldn't do that now. No. Oh, God, no. No, I'm staying on my side. Sober. No way. No. <laughs> I need a little something. Yeah. To make me... Yeah. It's, it's just, like... Okay. Really putting yourself out there. So I can just see, isn't in Ladybird, um, she goes to the all-girls school and there's also an all-boys school? I think that's like from where I live. I don't know if it was the same school, but I think it's supposed to be in the same area. She's from, it's from in Sacramento. I mean, yeah, that's like 40, it's like 40 minutes away from me. And I just remember um, that movie... Like, Timothy Chalamet is, like, at the boys' school, and he's, like, so anti-cell phone, and... There's always that guy. (laughs) Film camera. Yeah. Ugh. Worst. Loki, that guy can get it, though. Totally. Riz. He's got Riz. He's got Riz. He's got the mysterious Riz. Yes. But you hate him. Oh, yeah. You know he's gonna fuck you over. He's a liar. He gaslights. He gaslights. (laughs) Literally fuck that guy. But we, but like, call me. But also, like, we would fuck him. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. Um, so, but you liked it. Yeah, yeah, I uh, definitely don't regret it. I would think about it, and I'd be like, what if I went to a huge state school and like with a football team and like sororities and like frat row? And I don't think I would have liked it at all. I don't think so either. Like my my boyfriend at the time, he went to San Diego State, so I'd like visit him. Um, in college, and literally, it was so foreign to me. Like, he'd bring me to these massive parties that were, like, mm-hmm. in basements, or mm-hmm. everything was, like, a crazy theme. <laughs> like, I was like, it's a whole production value. What is this? And they, like, rate you on hotness there. God. 
That's so bad. <laughs> I mean, that's so alarming. Like, as I said in my little introduction, I moonlight at a gelato shop. And um, I work with a lot of the Gen Z youth that go to college here in the local area. So I get the tea. <laughs> the they, local youths. The local youths at their part-time job. Um, and so, you know, I got to pass the time. I got to ask them about their lives, what's going on. A lot of them go to SDSU. And they tell me all the time about the culture there. And I'm just like, couldn't be more different <laughs> where I went to college. Mm-hmm. Insane. Yeah, like, I remember when my boyfriend was rushing, shit he would tell me. I was like, are you guys good? Are you all good? Are you all good? And it was like, but, you know, it was actually really fun going to those parties. Like, I'd be like, this is so wild to me. This is so foreign. Um, Because it was like, like I said, I'd be like in someone's basement at their mom's house. Like, it was like so tame. (laughs) Having one beer. Well... Oh, my God. And somehow I was, like, the party house at college, which was, like, wild to <laughs> Your me. Your off-campus housing was. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, a big part. We literally got that house so we could throw parties. Nice. Because we were, like, everyone here is lame. Like, <laughs> we need to do something about this. I lived on campus all four years, which, you know, rent in Boston is very expensive. So there was no way my ass could afford a little apartment in Boston. Dude, how are they doing it? Right? Our place was really old and really small, so I felt like we had a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also had six girls living there. Oh, and wow. It was like a three-bedroom. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so but, you shared a bedroom with someone? Yeah. Um, it was fine. What if you, like, wanted to, like, bang? Just sex-hile her? Yeah, or you would just leave your house. Oh. Yeah. I Most always, convenient. I always felt bad, you know, in, like, the freshman dorms when you're, like, literally in a shoebox room and, like, the, your bed is, like, ten feet away from your roommate's bed and you're, like, get the fuck out. I had multiple crazy roommates and then I also had, like, a roommate who was in my immediate room freshman year who only slept nude. <laughs> no, and not even lightly nude. No, full French nudity. And <laughs> she'd sleep on top of the blankets. So I was, like, every morning, like, stunned. You were like, shit, that's a naked body. And then she'd eat Cheerios in bed, and then they would (laughs) get all over the floor, and she'd step on them. (laughs) And there would be crumbs. I was like, I need to get out of here. This is so jail. Wait, did she eat the Cheerios naked, though? I'm sure. While I was trying to sleep. That's, like, literally more, more horrifying to me than if she, like, hooked up in the room. And if I was, like, asleep. That's so true. Oh, my God. It was just, like, disturbing. I was like, why? (laughs) Is this a threat? Are you sending a message? What is the message? She's marking her territory. It was marked. It was, was like, like, peacocking. (laughs) Yeah, big big on peacocking. (laughs) Okay, so this weekend is weekend one of Coachella. We were just watching a little bit on TV, and we were talking about Youngblood. Yeah, that guy was peacocking. That guy was peacocking. (laughs) To Gen Z. That's, like, Gen Z dream, though. Like, I just don't get it. Like, why is, like, punk of the 90s or, like, early 2000s now, like, it? I don't know. It was so hot topic. It was, like, I feel like I always claim Gen Z, but that made me feel like a millennial. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh. Yeah. I was like, I would not watch this if you paid me money. 
Yeah, I wanted to see that crowd. I wanted to see them headbanging, like Gen Z going crazy to it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so who are you going to go see at Coachella? Um, Frank Ocean, obviously. Sure. Going to be great. Um, Catronata. Love. Going to shake my ass some Catronata. Um, who else is going to Coachella? Remy Wolf. Love. Very Gen Z of you. Very Gen Z, but she has like a sick voice. Yeah, we love her. Who else? Who else? Not really into Blackpink. Oh, I like one of her, their songs. I don't know if it's a group. It's a K-pop girl group. It's a K-pop? It's a K-pop? Yeah, it's a (laughs) K-pop. It's a K-pop? Yeah. Oh my God. No, I had no idea. Which I think is really like interesting of Coachella to have a K-pop group headline the festival. They had a, uh, last year they had a K-pop it wasn't the um, it wasn't the headliner, but it was the person right before the headliner. Like BTS. No, it was an Asian girl group. Also, I want to say we're just taking a little. I'm trying to. It's like fucking stuck. <laughs> Wait. Is it gonna? Is it night night type? No. I get crazy. We all know what just. Happened. It tastes like um grapes. Oh. <laughs> Very pleasant. Is it strong? No. I feel like I'm not even getting high from it. I don't so, know. It I'm was just like the Riz without any of the effects. I just look cool from yeah. doing that. Um, yeah, this was like the lower end uh cartridge at March Nash. <laughs> Love that place. Okay, wait, can you tell me that story about the girls in that bar across the street from oh. your college and how they all used to dance in cages? Yes. Because, like, that is quite a scene. Yeah. So, okay. We're back in Boston, right? We're back. We're transported. We're back. We're transported. We're back. So, where Simmons is exactly in the city of Boston is right in the Fenway area, right next to Fenway Park. Went to a lot of Red Sox games in college. And at the end of this street, I believe it's Boylston Street, was this gay bar called Machine. And every Friday, they had 18+. plus. So, the lesbian community, the underage lesbian community of Simmons would go there all the time, and it was feral in there. It was, people were naked, there were chains, there were, ca- there were cages. <laughs> Sorry, people were naked in the club? <laughs> no, I don't think they are fully naked, but you know. Basically. Basically. You could, you could drop your ass in a cage in this place. That's very, it sounds sticky. And, and then wet, like. And dark. <laughs> Oh, actually, I have a really funny story about that place. So my one of my roommates in college, Eleanor. Um, Eleanor, if you're listening, love ya. Shout out. Shout out. Um, I lived with her my junior and senior year, and she <laughs> went to Machine. I don't remember what year it was of our college. And Eleanor has an identical twin sister named Lucy that also went to college in Boston. Oh. She didn't go to our school, though. And Lucy had a boyfriend, and Eleanor was single at the time. And so Eleanor goes to Machine with all of her friends, has a great night, ends up making out with this girl. Great. Love it. She comes back. She's like, ah, kiss this hot girl at the club, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, get it, girl. And then she uh, gets a call from her sister, and she's like, Eleanor, what did you do last night? She's like oh, I went to Machine. She's like, someone from my college 
saw you there and thought it was me and saw you making out with someone and thought I cheated on my boyfriend at the club. Oh my god, was she mad? <laughs> yeah. That's not her fault. <laughs> yeah, they were like, Lucy, I saw you at Machine making out with a girl. I know you have a boyfriend. Cheater, basically. And she was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> we were together last night. Oh my god, you could do so much damage with a twin. Oh yeah, yeah. They told me in high school, uh, I would. I was so interested in the identical twin thing. Because like... <laughs> I don't know, like, someone that looks... Her hyperfixation is identical twins. I feel like I know a good amount of identical twins. Must be an East Coast thing. (laughs) It's in the water, you know. People just, like, breed babies that are identical. I believe it. (laughs) But anyway, um, no, I used to be like, did you guys do anything, like, mischievous when you were younger, like, in school? And she's like, yeah, we switched classes one time in high school, and, like, no one could tell. Like, no one caught on. Was it for a final? It was for some test that one of them didn't want to take. Oh my god, that is so (laughs) awesome. If I had a twin, I would totally do that. One of you study for this one really hard, the other one study for this one really hard. Yeah, or like, you know, one twin is better at science, the other one's better at English. Take my for me what do you think about twins who date twins oh i don't know about twins children that sounds (laughs) genetically twin like a genetic nightmare (laughs) (laughs) well you do know experiment twins run in the family so like if you have twins in your family you're more likely like if you get pregnant have twins oh i don't think twins run in my family do they run in yours no i don't know anyone in my family that's twin can you imagine if you had a twin and dating another set of twins horrifying that's like Horror film. <laughs> no <laughs> like, hate to people who are twins dating twins. But yeah, sorry guys. We love. It's yeah, a small demographic. that was a lot of shade. <laughs> it's a small demographic. <laughs> That's a, it's a me problem. It's not a you problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get canceled, but like we're speaking the truth right now. <laughs> I also went to high school with these girls that were identical twins and they are dancers and like everything like like professional dancers I think and everything they got cast in they got cast in together so they're like look is the same they're also patriots cheerleaders whoa yeah they own a dance studio now people love twins yeah like are you watching RuPaul's Drag Race Drag Race no not right now well there was a set of twins <gasps> that everyone loved Oh my god. Do they have similar style or this is their drag different? They were both like dressed up as dolls. Mm-hmm. But one of them was like the classic girly pink and one of them was like the emo one. Mm. So everyone loved the twins. A juxtaposition, a yin and a yang, if you will. Yeah. Do you know that um this can be off the record, we can cut this part, but do you know that Des and Taylor dated two twins? They were both <laughs> dating one of the twins. What? Isn't that funny? I'm like, what? I think they were the same. I would get identical. I would get weirded out. Yeah. I would totally get weirded out. <laughs> From twins. I can't do it. Oh my god, your dating profile is like immediate left, a twin. <laughs> Moving on. Get out of here. I don't trust you. Oh my god. Um that's so fucking funny to me for some reason. <laughs> what else? Um, 
Okay, so I told you about the women in cage, the girls in cages story. Yeah, like that that was not happening near my school. Yes, let's set the scene of your college town. My college town, okay, really small. Really small. What about, state are we in? We're in California. Okay. We're in the wilderness, we're in the woods. Okay. On the top of a very large hilly area. In Northern California? Yes. Okay, NorCal. NorCal, like 30 minutes from the city. Okay. Um, everyone there, great. I feel like it was the epitome of there was nothing to do, so people kind of did really bad stuff. (laughs) Like, people were doing, like, really weird stuff, where I was like, are you good, bro? Like what? Spilled the Mm, tea. The tea. Okay. Like, for example, like, people, there was, like, a big Xanax problem. Oh, fuck. Yeah, like, a big one. Not, like, a little one. And, like, I was like, what is happening? That was very foreign to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. There was just like nothing to do, so like people were like, people like destroy property. <sighs> I wasn't involved in that <laughs> if that was happening. <laughs> I want that to be known. Egging people's houses, Zoe didn't do anything illegal, guys. <clears throat> yeah, everything yeah. is alleged. I say, yeah, I did talk to my lawyer. Yep, it's my uncle. She'll drag your ass to court. Yeah, I've done it before <laughs> and I'll do it again. <laughs> um lawyer up yeah I I felt like everyone was really nice like it was like the theater kids who were doing Mm. improv at lunch Mm. were also hanging out with like the big rugby guys that's the beauty of college though you know it's like worlds colliding you get over yourself you get over whatever like high school bullshit you know you like think you need to be cool and do all this stuff and you're like no actually like I can be whoever I want it's fresh start I'm gonna hang out with like-minded people and just vibe I feel like college is when I really came into myself like I feel like in high school I was really concerned about being perceived as cool Mm -hmm. or like which I like looking back I was so uncool I was probably so nerd silent Mm -hmm. I think like received well but like I was not getting invited to the parties. No, same. You know? Yeah. So. No. But college, I felt like I run that, ran that. Hell yeah. Shit. But yeah. also, I just didn't care. I was just like myself. and I think you just find people you feel comfortable around and, like, no one knows what the fuck they're doing and, like. You're, you have all this independence that you've never had before. I loved that. Yeah. I, that was the best part to me. Like, feeling reliant on myself and doing whatever I wanted. And the amount of freaking free time I had uh-huh. to just do whatever I wanted was so nice. Like, did we go to school for an hour a day? <laughs> like, what was I doing constantly? Napping, hanging out, mm-hmm. getting sushi. Like, I felt like I didn't do anything but have fun. Yeah. Damn, we'll never get those days back. I was also a calm major. I was not a woman, a woman in STEM. Yeah, it was um, definitely a different journey in terms of the workload and very stressful at times and many tears about school and what am I going to do? And just like really like having a lot of anxiety about the future. But I think if you just follow your gut and you go towards what you're attracted to, you can like really make a career out of anything and... If you have enough passion and drive. Yeah, Nicole and I, for any of the younger listeners out there, we're your big sisters right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Also, don't be so stressed out about having the hardest major. 
Like, no. the odds are, and I know every 50-year-old has told you this, so it's like, <laughs> you are going to get a job completely out of your major, yeah. whatever they say, and you're, like, rolling your eyes because you're like, you have no idea. Yeah. But, like, it's so true. Yeah. Be flexible. Be adaptable. Have fun. Have really fun. have as much fun as you can. Because... You're going to work for many decades of your life, so you might as well fucking enjoy it. Preach. Yeah. Preach. Um, no, I loved college. I thought it was so fun. I loved college. I loved, so let's do favorite classes in college. You have any? What's the worst grade you ever got? Oh, I got a C in a class, and I had a crisis about it. It was the first C I'd ever gotten. I got um eliminated uh let's say from the program that I was in oh (laughs) yeah they chopped you yep they were like you're gonna be a year behind if you still want to do this and I was like fuck that bye don't want to be in any more debt than I'm already in Mm -mm. so we just kind of rolled with it and now and we're we're continuing to roll with it that's a skill that you have to learn so I'm glad definitely Taylor, so how Zoe and I know each other is through our friend Taylor. Hi, Taylor. I know you're listening to this. What are... Um, we talk about... Where was I? <laughs> That's my train of thought. Um, Brain fart. No, it's okay. We can always cut it together. You were talking about um, how we met Taylor. Yep. Um, we were talking about being flexible. Yeah, have fun in college. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, being flexible. Taylor preaches to me all the time about how this one professor that she had said, you just need to get the least shitty job in the area of, like, generally what you want to do in life. And then you just kind of slither your way through. And I could not agree more with that. I agree so much. Yeah. I feel like everyone's lived to work. And I'm like, dude, I, I mean, I'm really lucky. I really, really love my job. Yeah. But... It's like, I'm not a, a living to work. Like, people working till 9 p.m. at night, what are you doing? No, and, you know, you hear these horror stories. Like, Wolf of Wall Street, dudes just, like, working themselves to death and people overdosing on Adderall. Is that a thing? Can you overdose on Adderall? I, I'm the wrong person to ask. <laughs> you probably could. In a mixture of, like, all kinds of substances. Like, I feel like... There's such a work hard, play hard culture, you know, in, like, when you are young and living in a city. Like, yeah. See, that's why I couldn't live yeah. in San Francisco like all my other friends, because I'm just like, work hard, but I'm not going to overexert myself, and, like, live a good life. Be happy. Have your free time. Yeah. Um, I think that's a huge reason why I moved to San Diego. I mean, the East Coast, if any of you know, is... Very fast-paced and very much um, live to work and just, like, come into the office early and you leave late and you don't take a break for lunch. And, like, that is just the norm. And I think that's just so detrimental to not have that work-life balance. Like, you really need that. And so moving to San Diego, like, meeting new people, they're like, what do you like to do? Not like, what do you do? How do you make your money? It's just, it's more of like a celebration of like life and it's so beautiful here and you can be outside more. And like, I think that's really why I wanted to move here. I was just so done with that like rat race of like 
Can we talk about the San Diego <laughs> stereotype, though? Because I yeah. feel like people think that people here are assholes. Really? In my experience, everyone's been very lovely and really, really nice. Are you talking about, like, people local to San- that, like, grew up here or, like, just people, no, like, transplants? Like, people will be like, oh, like, San Diego, like, everyone's, like, super skinny and, no. like, I think they think that everyone's, like, very L.A., but... I think so, too. I think there are so many neighborhoods in San Diego. I didn't realize that when I moved here. Like, every neighborhood has its vibe. Like, there's, like, the beach towns, which, like, are a lot of, like, young people, a lot of, like, people from college that, like, went to college will live there together and just, like, party and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then there's, like, downtown. If you're, like, a rich businessman, you live there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're a businessman in San Diego. I don't see the appeal of living in downtown San Diego, but... But you're also a beach bum. I love the beach, and I love, like, just, like, cute little nooks. Yeah, you, you give cute little nook energy. <laughs> like, I want to sit my ass in a coffee shop with my laptop and just people watch. Drinking a matcha. Yes. Mm-hmm. Used to do that in Massachusetts all the time. It was great. And I can get that here still, which is nice. Um, I live like a mile from the beach, and I just love that I can go for work and go sit by the ocean. Mm-hmm. I'm just like so much more calm. Mm-hmm. I have like a touch of anxiety. Or I don't know if it's anxiety or me being a Virgo, but like I need a lot of information, and I get nervous if I'm feeling like I don't have all the details. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and... So, like, being able to just, like, turn off my brain. Because if I'm here, I have no self-control. I'm, like, on my phone. I'm on my yeah. computer. It's so easy. You know, I've deleted TikTok, which has been fabulous. Wow. Don't mess up. I really need to do that. Just keep it on your computer. Because, you know, sometimes you like to look at it for, for research. <laughs> yes. So that's helpful. But I love not having it on my phone. I Let me tell you about this TikTok account that I fiend for. Like, okay. <laughs> She's getting a feral look in her eyes. This is, like, what I soothe myself to sleep with at night. Okay. I'm scared of what it's going to be. So, um, I also backstory in my life. I have a sister that is six years older than me, so she's in her early 30s. So when she was a teenager, I was, like, preteen-ish, but when she was a teenager was the height of, like, Jersey Shore, teen mom, 16 and pregnant, like... Oh, yeah. All those really awesome MTV shows. And so, you know, my ass was there watching them. Impressionable. (laughs) Yes. So, these people, like, these franchises have, like, gone for so many years on MTV. And now, like, the, the moms that were having babies at 16, like, their babies are, like, 13 now. Insane. And, like, they're still kind of on TV. So this account that I follow on TikTok uh, will, like, profile, like, one of the moms from, like, very beginning, her first 16 in pregnant episode, all the way up till present day. Oh, my God. So that's kind of <laughs> interesting. I kind of love that. Where are they now? Exactly. And I, like, forget about all these things. Also, her voice is just so calming. Maybe it's just I like storytelling. I have the Calm app through my work. They pay for oh, it. Do you like it? I honestly, I need to use it more. Like, Mm -hmm. I need to utilize it more. But maybe my inner child just wants bedtime stories. Yeah, you you need to know what's (laughs) happening with those people from your childhood. You're closing the loop. You're coming full circle. So weird. Closure. You're getting closure before bed. Yep. 
I kind of watched those shows a little bit. No, but I grew up in a house that was all 2020 or like ghost stories. And Scary. that was it. Scary. So a ghost is either going to come <laughs> and fucking into my body and possess me or I'm going to get murdered. Oh so, my god. Is that crazy? Like I remember like being like a little kid, a little ass little baby still in my parents' bed. And I'd be but they had this big mirror on the side of their bed and mm-hmm. I'd be watching the TV through the mirror. Mm-hmm. And it would just be like <laughs> just the most horrible stories you've ever heard. Woman found dead in a lake. Literally, it was like 11 p.m. and my mom's like so soothing, like trying to go to sleep. I get it now, though. I get it, but like I was, it's I I don't think I, I was too young. And then the ghost stories where they're like <laughs> screaming at, into like they go to these abandoned hospitals and yeah, the main guy I feel like his name was Nick, but I can't remember, and he'd be like, "Come at me." <laughs> To the spirits. <laughs> and he'd be like, you gotta piss them off. He'd be like, you like murdering people or something to these, like, evil ghosts? And he'd walk out of there with, like, scratches all over his body. It could have been staged, but, like, still, it was freaky. That's horrifying. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry you got subjected to that as a young child. Looking back, it's, like, a little off, but, like, <laughs> it's... It's a defining characteristic of me now. But now as kind of adults, when your parents were adults, like, we like the same thing. Like, I feel really soothed by true crime. Yeah, but can you watch it? Or is it just a podcast thing? I watch these, like, YouTube videos. It'll be, like, someone narrating. And they, like, do all the research. And it's literally just them talking. Like a news report. I don't like any of the videos because then they'll sometimes they'll jump scare you with some like horrible photos from like when it happened, and I'm like, okay, that's the too good much. people should be like, just a disclaimer: there are graphic images in this. You don't, you don't watch anyone that warns you. I just don't watch it in general because I'm like, ooh, yeah, it's a little too real right now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, I. I mean, I feel pretty safe in my apartment right now. Mm. But if I was like, oh my God, did I, the other week, I, I've already told this story to the listener, but it's okay. I'll surmise it. Okay. But the other week, Ebony and I were walking down our back alley and mm. some guy was like straight up bludgeoned. <laughs> like literally, not bludgeoned, but like, <laughs> like choked out to the point where his eyes were popping out. <laughs> so, what? Yeah, it's literally crazy. It was did like you call the neighbor. police? Um, so we found this guy's phone and I literally said to Ebony, I was like, Oh, my God, it looks like someone was just jumped because there was all the shit on the ground. Oh, fuck, yeah. And I was really hungry, so I was like, let's just leave it and keep walking (laughs) because I'm starving. And she was like, no, Zoe, we have to pick it up. And so we picked it up, and we the phone was unlocked. We ended up calling this guy's mom, and she's like, oh, my God, my kid was literally just jumped. And, like, he was at the hospital. Holy shit. Yeah, it happened, like, maybe two months ago, like, over there. Wild. So you never know. Insane. Insane. Um, and we saw the guy. We saw the guy who got jumped. Or no, who did the jumping. You did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we picked it up and there was some guy, like some sketchy guy, like on his bike. And then when we talked to the mom, she was like, oh yeah, it was this kid on his bike. And I was like... How did she know? Because the kid told... Her son told her. It's like, it was a guy on a bike who jumped me. So we saw that fucker and he was watching us pick up all the stuff. <sighs> Don't come around these parts to that man no or if you're gonna be around these parts just carry pepper spray do i need to i got mine taken at a bar here and 
you know, fair. But also, like, I'm not going to go in the middle of the crowd at Moonshine Beach and just slaughter everyone. <laughs> but someone would. Maybe. Yeah. My sister accidentally pepper sprayed a man. <laughs> and by a man, I mean I think it was, like, her roommate. Oh, no. I know. She was just scared, I think, and accidentally, like, sprayed her. And then they stopped <laughs> being friends. <laughs> oh, I would not want to get pepper sprayed. Um, the police have to. I know, yeah. Um, I had a family friend growing up that, like, was a state trooper in Massachusetts, and, like, in the training, he had to get pepper sprayed in the face. No, I couldn't do that. No. <laughs> so sensitive. I feel like I'd be like... <laughs> I'm done. I'm I'd done. Be th- I'm fragile. I, one thing about me, I'm gentle. Uh, yes. <laughs> me too. I don't even like any conflict. I'm just like, let's I'm, just be chill. I think about myself as a hypersensitive person sometimes. Self-diagnosed. <laughs> Self-diagnosed. Um, yeah, you know, you watch one too many YouTube videos and you're like, yes, that is me. Oh, I've never, I've never done one of those profile personality ones like that. But like, if I listen to a podcast before 8 a.m. and it has like one sentimental line, oh. <laughs> I'll be like, why am I crying? Like an affirmation? No, like today I was listening like a to mantra. My, no, like today I was listening to my favorite murder, mm-hmm. and they told this story about like this woman who was writing uh, love letters to her husband during World War Two, mm-hmm. and then the grandkids found the letters, and then they sent in one, and they read it. <gasps> Bitch. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, the I waterworks. Was, I was like, damn, it's not even eight a.m. <laughs> I haven't had a sip of my coffee. This is too much. You're giving me dirty. I feel like, though, you're able to handle emotion. Me specifically? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm trying. (laughs) I'm working on it. Like, a lot of people are uh, emotionally unavailable these days. I I used to be. Everyone has to do that work. The world is just so chaotic sometimes. You just need to turn it off and... Have fun. That was a that's a big sister <laughs> moment. Yeah, turn it off. Yeah, and just take a chill pill and live your best life, babe. It's not that deep. It's, it never really is. No. If it will matter to you when you're eighty, it doesn't matter now. True. Um. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening, Nicole. Thank you so much for being on. It was a pleasure. You're a wonderful guest. <laughs> um. Tell the people where to find you if you want to be found. Um. I have an Instagram that I post on sometimes. It's Nicole Lee with five E's. Lee. We love. Yeah. Um, and you guys, something exciting. Um, I set up an app, like a, basically like an Ask FM in my bio. If you want to write in any juicy stories or ask any questions or want a specific guest that you want them to spill some more tea, um, write into me. It's all anonymous unless you tell me who you are and you want to shout out. Um, but yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Like, rate, subscribe. You know the drill. And love you.